How's it going, Yankee fans? Welcome back to Fireside Yankees. We've got more spring training news unfolding by the minute here. We're talking about Anthony Volpe in this segment, this episode, and where he's going to play this upcoming season. He's been practicing in a couple different positions. And interestingly, Aaron Boone did say all of the shortstop competitors, Peraza, IKF, and Anthony Volpe, will all be playing different positions this spring, which is really interesting that he's looking for versatility. He wants to see who has the most value on this team, who can really come up, show, rise to the occasion, um, and showcase talent at multiple spots. Volpe obviously is considered a shortstop, but I would not be surprised if he ended up playing second base, which may end up being, you know, the final kiss goodbye to Glaber Torres if he does end up being called up because, you know, Torres does have value right now. They don't want to trade Volpe, and if they want him to play second base, you know, Glaber Torres is the only thing standing in his way, and he has value you could use to bolster another position, and there's no way they're going to hold back one of the top prospects in baseball just for Glaber Torres, despite how much we think he's a great player and an asset to this team, and we really like Glaber. He's a great dude. We love to have him on this team. Uh, but ultimately, I think that they just value Volpe so much, it's hard to justify holding him back um, in favor of Torres. But Ryan, discussing Volpe, you know, playing shortstop, playing second base, how do you feel about this going into spring training? And how do you think the Yankees can leverage this into getting the most out of one of their top prospects, if not their top prospect? Yeah, so something that I wanted to emphasize with uh, Anthony Volpe in second base is that end of the day, it's a matter of, you know, Oswald Peraza is just such an excellent defensive shortstop, right? This isn't um, a matter of Volpe can't play the position. Volpe's a terrible defensive shortstop. Volpe would, you know, get eaten alive at the position. A lot of the reports from the Yankees regarding Anthony Volpe and who he is as a prospect would tell you that, you know, it doesn't really matter what you throw at him. He's going to take it on in stride. Um, but shortstop's just, I mean, the Yankees' best defensive alignment right now on paper is with Oswald Peraza at short. Now, Peraza's performance, Volpe's performance, Glaber's performance, that'll all, um, you know, change how the Yankees uh, view where Volpe is going to play long term. You know, if Peraza is a bust, Volpe is going to be the shortstop, right? Um, but the ideal outcome is Peraza isn't a bust. So the ideal outcome for the Yankees is Volpe at second base. Um, and, and, you know, another factor into this, and I, I say second base, but, you know, if Glaber's playing very well, the Yankees are also going to be working Volpe at third base. Uh, I know Aaron Boone mentioned that the people, that players competing for shortstop, so that's Peraza, IKF, and Volpe, uh, they'll be playing all around the infield. So I imagine at second base and third base. Um, and and while Volpe's knock is his arm, I want to point out that Donaldson and LeMahieu both have below average arms to the third base position. But the Yankees, what they do is they have them play a little more deep. And while that sounds counterintuitive to the throwing issues, it means that they can gobble up basically anything. And a throw across a diamond is something that's still routine for these athletes to make. Uh, so end of the day, while they won't be able to make, you know, Nolan Arenado type throws, um, no, uh, you know, they'll be able to complete plays at a pretty high level. Um, and Volpe is a really good athlete, so I don't imagine he'd be awful at third base. You know, at the end of the day, I still think he profiles better for second base. But, you know, if Glaber's playing really well, you're, you you would like to see Volpe in the lineup with Glaber and Peraza. Ideally, if Glaber's playing at that level, you know, you could put Volpe at, at third base if need be. Um, or maybe even Peraza at third base if you feel like the arm for Peraza is better. The Yankees are going to get you very creative with their infield this year. Uh, but at the end of the day, I, I think you can agree with me here. Volpe at second base just feels like the best defensive fit, though we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I mean, so I'll throw this into the mix here. Who's to say that Peraza does it end up playing second base and Volpe ends up taking over at shortstop? You know, I think the defensive alignment, um, you go with whoever's better at each individual spot. I think that we would probably both come to the conclusion that Peraza right now is the better defender. But do you think that Volpe has higher upside, you know, as a defensive player compared to Peraza? Do you think he could be the, end up becoming the better shortstop or, you know, he really is situated for second base? Defensively, I think Peraza is just 
not he's got a better arm. I think he's got better defensive instincts. End of the day, I, I just think Peraza is the better defensive shortstop. However, being the best defensive shortstop doesn't always mean being the better player. Um, an example of this, like I, I would view like Carlos Correa, let's say, is a better shortstop than you know Jeremy Pena. But I think Jeremy Pena is a much better defensive shortstop than Carlos Correa is right now. Um, and that's not saying Correa is a bad defender, but I think Pena is going to win the Gold Glove like annually, if you get what I'm saying. Uh, but you would still rather have Correa on your team. So. So is it possible that Volpe is a bet like Volpe figures it out offensively to the point where he's a 130 WRC plus hitter at some point in his career? And if he's a league average defender, he, he's better than an Oswald Peraza, even at shortstop. Yes. But the way I view it is that not that Glaber Torres shouldn't ever like not that Glaber Torres being on the Yankees is a bad thing, but we kind of touched on this actually before we recorded Glaber Torres has two years left of control this year and next year. If the Yankees trade Glaber, that's one thing. Even if they just keep Glaber those two years, I don't think they're resigning him. If Peraza's good enough, right? And if Peraza's a three and a half win player, why are you going to pay $18 million for your second baseman to be a three and a half win player when you can get that at a shortstop at a much cheaper price? The Yankees have a lot of big contracts on uh, on their payroll. They're going to cut under the luxury tax and reset the luxury tax once at least over the next three years. You have to imagine they're going to do that. So um, end of the day, they're going to be relying on a lot of the talent around this infield uh, to be cheap right? Uh, low cost, right? You know, um, they're expensive guys are judge Rizzo, uh, Cole, Rodon, uh, Stanton in terms of like big money. Donaldson's going to be off the books by then. Um, you know, th- that right there is North of like, a, that's like around $150 million just off the top of my head, just b- based on the salaries. You know, that's a lot of money right there. Um, you know, the Yankees are, if they want to stay on whatever that luxury tax threshold is the first one, they're going to only have like 50 or 60 million extra dollars to play with. So, um, staying cheap at those positions is important. And I think that is going to play a role in Volpe staying at second and, uh, Peraza moving to short. But again, this is all, uh, kind of Base, this is all hinging on the idea that Peraza isn't a bust and he's a good major league player, which I think is fair to assume just because of how good he is defensively. Absolutely. I mean, we talked yesterday about Manny Machado and exactly how that would make sense for the Yankees, and it only makes sense if they have a cheap infield, right? Um, and you're looking at Volpe, you're looking at Peraza, they keep costs down. So that kind of allows the Yankees to be a little bit more aggressive in their spending in the future. Uh, whereas Gleyber Torres is making $10 million this year. So if they trade Gleyber Torres, depending on when they trade him, they recoup a good amount of salary. But he's also a super valuable player. MLB just recently listed him as a top 10 second baseman in the game. He had an above average uh, season defensively at the position last year and showed some good offensive metrics. Of course, we'd like to see the on-base rate get a little bit higher and the steamer projections have him actually succeeding in that category. So I'll ask you this, Ryan, when you're looking at the offensive contributions that Volpe, uh, rather that uh, Glaber Torres offers right now, I, I just still, we, we're kind of in the same boat here. We think that Volpe should spend the first couple of weeks, if not a couple of months, getting used to the AAA level before making that transition. However, if he dominates this spring and he kicks some serious ass, um, you know, we know he's going to be good defensively. He's going to be fine, you know, as a defensive player. But offensively, you know, it takes him a little bit of time to act, uh, assimilate rather to any level of game. Do you think that if he performs well this spring and showcases that offensive quality we know he has, is there a world where they decide let's trade Torres now? We'll go and fill maybe a starting pitching spot. Maybe the left field spot is still open open for the taking, and they're having some issues there. You know, we talked about Aaron Judge potentially playing some left field as well, um, and Stanton playing right field, but. How often can you really use Stanton as, an, as a defensive uh, element? Probably not very often. Um, with that being said, 
Glaber Torres' value is probably his highest right now. You mentioned the, the control until 2025. Best case scenario, in my opinion, is Volpe kills it, showcases his talents, starts the season at second base with Peraza at shortstop, and allows you to flip Torres into an asset, whether it be a bullpen arm, starting pitcher on the back end, um, or a left fielder. So, you know, do you think it's ideal that, that Volpe has a great spring and shows he can play with the MLB team right now? Or do you think that he needs a little bit more time to get used to the AAA level? Yeah, so, um, you know, ideally, uh, Volpe is, as you mentioned, just out of the gate, just remarkable, right? And you're like, wow, this kid's special. You know, this is your second base of the future. Um, But the way I view it is I I think it's so unrealistic to expect that Volpe is going to come out the gates and be as good as you can expect Libertores to be offensively. And this team needs offense, right? This team needs bats. This team needs to, they, they can't they can't take another offensive downgrade at a position. Um, so the way I view it is, if I have to have Volpe on the major league team, which you know I, I think is a good situation to have, I'd play him at third, right? Um, I, I would be willing to have league average defense from third base if it means I have the ability to roster Glaber and Volpe together just for at least the deadline, right? Until you get to the deadline and then you figure out your infield from there. Um, but I think as you, you know, just that, that infield jam is going to make it really hard for Volpe to get the starting job. I think something has to happen to Peraza in order for Volpe to get to the major league level, just because you mentioned, you know, training Glaber. It, it's just like a matter of like, what are you going to trade Glaber for? Right. W- why force yourself to do it? You can, you can hang on to him and kind of choose when you want to trade him. Um, and, and that gives you leverage because quite frankly, the Yankees aren't going to pull the trigger on a Glibertor's deal, you know, in the next 10 minutes, right? Because they, they, they really need infield. Like they, they can't really just trade him right now. They, they need that starting second baseman. Um, and it would be really silly for them to trade Glibertor right now. Um, but if you can tell me, you know, it's the deadline, Volpe's playing well, Volpe's got like a 115 WRC plus in, at the major league level, playing all around the infield. You know, Glaber's putting up similar offensive value. Volpe's a better defender at second base. Volpe's naturally going to be a better base runner. He's faster. And you tell me Glaber for the starting pitchers out there, or Glaber for an outfielders out there, or just flipping Glaber and then using uh, those assets to go get something else that you need. If you tell me that situation, then we can have a conversation where I think you can sell to me the idea of trading Glaber uh, to make room for Volpe. But I think that has to come with Volpe proving he's a major league caliber player. I, I can't move someone who's probably projected to be this team's like fourth or fifth best hitter uh, and replace him with a rookie out, out the gate. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I 100% agree with that. I think Labor Torres should be the cemented second baseman for now. Um, only if a team comes and they have a glaring need. Right now, I don't see a glaring need, right? The, the number five starting pitching spot, yes, you could say that's a need. I trust Clark Schmidt and Domingo Herman for the time being, unless that they prove to be not so good or they're struggling or another injury occurs. There's no reason to trade Gleyber Torres anytime soon. Left field, someone's going to shake out as the starter there, whether it's Hicks, whether it's uh, Oswaldo Cabrera, whether it's Rafael Ortega, Willie Calhoun, or Estevan Florial. You got a bunch of names that there's upside to be had. Worst case scenario, you can live with elite defense from Oswaldo Cabrera and decent enough offense if he takes a step forward in that category. I know his steamer projections aren't necessarily the most enticing numbers to look at, but I will say this, if you can be a little bit more patient, reduce that chase rate a bit, get on base at a 32% clip, that is fine. If he can hit 250 with a 32% on base clip, hit double-digit homers, that's enough to be a good player for the Yankees in left field because we know he's going to offer us you know, 10-plus defensive runs saved over a full season. He had 9 in the outfield alone, 13 overall in 2022 across 44 games, which is freaking insane. And as a switch hitter, the value's there. You know, He can crank those into the short right portion Yankee Stadium. Um, he doesn't. He's not the most powerful guy by any means, but he's got the power to get it over the left, the right field wall um, in the Bronx. So you know the left field position. 
I, I trust they know what they're doing. I trust that there's talent there to get out of some of these players. Maybe Hicks has a resurgent season. I'm not betting on it, but we can hope for the best there. So Gleyber Torres, no reason to trade him now. And you don't have to rush Anthony Volpe if things are going well, right? If you're winning games, there's no reason to make any changes for that, you know? Just keep Anthony Volpe in the wings. Keep him getting reps in AAA. Keep him developing. You know, keep getting him experience at higher levels of play. And then ease him and transition him into the next level. Because ultimately, winning games is the priority. And if you don't need Anthony Volpe to be playing immediately, there's no reason to rush it. You know, maintain his uh, his control. You know, if the Yankees are struggling and Glaber Torres is going through a significant cold stretch where we're like, we just can't roll with this anymore, then you go to Volpe and say, all right, man, like, we'll give you a chance. We'll give you a couple of days to see what you can do. I think that's probably what, what will happen if he does get promoted within the first few weeks of the season. But if Glaber Torres is looking good, he's hitting oppo, oppo field homers as he was last season. He's showing good above average defense at second base. Stick around with him, man. Like, he can, you can win with him at second base. You can win with him as one of your top hitters on this team. So um, I think that we're kind of in the same boat there, guys. But I'd love to hear your perspective below in the YouTube comments regarding Anthony Volpe, regarding him playing a couple different positions, and where you think he'll eventually settle. And, of course, the value that Glaber Torres holds, I think we can agree that Glaber Torres should be the starting second baseman for the time being, unless something drastic happens or he's going through a cold stretch that is unprecedented and, you know, he's just not really able to shake it out and they want to give Volpe some opportunity. I think that would be the only scenario where you're going to see him early on in this year. But nonetheless, I think that there's even more of a chance of him playing shortstop and beating out Peraza if his offensive qualities look really good. Because we like Peraza. We know he's a gold glove level defender, but we really just don't know what he's going to offer this team offensively. And I think that Volpe is a more refined hitter um, and his defense can be just just as good and and that's kind of the element that we're waiting to see on is what is Volpe going to look like against major league talent so we're going to find out in a couple days we got you guys covered on the daily content as always my friends make sure to like and subscribe and stick around with us as we follow the Yankees this upcoming season appreciate all the love as always in the comments and make sure to have a fantastic rest of your day and let's go Yankees